0: to another episode of Be Fearless podcast. Today I bring you an amazing guest, but before we jump into today's interview, I want to say thank you to my audience in France, Morocco, Brazil, and Australia. You guys rocked it. Rocked the stats in the month of July. So Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for your support. It means the world to me. Now, today I bring you someone amazing, someone that I admire tremendously. She has the million-dollar body every woman wants, and the best part is that she teaches women to achieve it and transform from the inside out. She is the CEO and founder of Elevate with Carrie. And a lead transformational coaching movement and luxury brand dedicated to serving and elevating women, emotional intelligence, and whole-body high performance. She's an international motivational speaker, author, event host, and global authority on women's wellness. She has spoken alongside 50 other top industry experts, neurosci- neuroscientists, doctors, authors, and in the personal. I'm sorry, in the personal development industry with advanced training as a behavioral change specialist and trauma and somatic practitioner. She was awarded by the IFAH as one of the top 100 global visionaries and the 2023 CEO of the best women's personal development platform as one of the world's leading coaches for over 14 years. Carrie has hosted Jillian, Mi- Jillian Michaels wellness retreats and work with cele- celebrities as such as Allison Sweetney from NBC popular TV show and The Biggest Loser, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Natasha Lionel, Laura Prepton um, from that 70 show and Kelly Cuoco from CBS, The Big Bang Theory. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the one, the only Carrie Ford. Welcome, Carrie. Hello, how are you? I am so excited, so happy to have you here. So welcome to the Be Fearless Podcast. What mm-hmm. are you talking to us for today? Where you are right now?
1: Yeah, I am in Atlanta, Georgia, and it is certainly living up to its name Hotlanta right now.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm in Virginia. So I'm in the same okay. <laughs> in the same time. So And this weather is being really crazy. Um, for the people that have not heard from you before, who is care for? Who was she growing up? And what was her dream?
1: Oh, I love that question. That is so fun. <laughs> I have always been a very creative, artistically inclined spirited child. I had a little bit of a rebellious streak in me, but I also mirrored that and complemented that with this good girl kind of paradigm that I that I had to do a lot of healing to break out of. But um, I loved outdoors. I loved exploring nature. I was always the the kid writing poems and romance things and just dreaming, you know. Um, and I'm very much still that way. I have this childlike wonderment about me when I think about dreams, and I uh, am creatively inspired. You know, My, I'm a visionary, and so uh, that's what I was like growing up. I was I was a little fiery, I was a little sassy, but I was also extremely spirited and creative.
0: That's fantastic. I love yeah. that. Um, I think that a lot of people can identify with you. Uh, me. I, I, I know I said in the beginning, but I love you so much Mm -hmm. and I admire you You for me are one of the role models out there. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things that you mentioned is that you love the outdoors and that, you know, that was something that kind of like calls your name every time, how, how that kind of like inspire you to, to go into wellness or, and everything that you do, how that interconnects?
1: Yeah, I mean, the retreats is really where I perfectly marry those two concepts because you can travel the world and go to these amazing destinations, and then you can bring some pretty epic fucking women to come join you. And it's, <laughs> it's awesome. We get to go to some of the, the most fun, most beautiful places.
0: I love that. Yeah. So, Carrie, you've been known as mm-hmm. the woman with a million dollar body. Explain the audience what that <laughs> means and what it is. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's so funny because I spent years teaching intuitive eating and um, leading female boot camps and uh, fitness regimes. And I previously was a fitness model and a fitness competitor. And I used that, the, the baseline of wellness, you know, externally, physical wellness. And I started to bring that into the internal experience. What goes on in the mental and emotional body, the spiritual body? Really, what's holistic success if it's not 360? And so that was just a piece of the puzzle. And a couple of years ago, I decided that this is just a part of that, right? That the million dollar body and having like the billion dollar brain to match it. So, how can we bring those two concepts together where we get to have it all? And whatever that looks like for every individual woman, we get to define that and have that and and manifest that. So um, it's been a while since I've done strictly fitness coaching, but that's really where that started.
0: I love that. Um, So are you still doing fitness uh, wellness coaching or are you combining that with the somatic strategy like yeah about
1: that. it's it's much more the somatic strategy and how that lends itself to leadership. So who I work with are women that are high achievers, they are the classic doers, they are the the one percenters, right and they are amazing humans that are pioneering new pathways in arguably most in different industries. And so it's not exclusive to entrepreneurs or coaches that I work with um, but it's just women that are leading the way. And doing some really cool epic shit in the process. It's fun. But it, it's all somatic based. Um, so that's part of it, right? Mm-hmm. The, the physical wellness. But a lot of it more is the emotional and the, the spiritual body. What's going on there?
0: I love that. Um, people might be asking themselves, what is somatic? What that means?
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Yeah, somatic work. Soma means of the body. Um, But somatic work is really the mind-body connection and we use nervous system healing and trauma training practices um, to help renegotiate trauma in the body. And most people might say, well, I don't have trauma. I had a great childhood and I had supportive parents and I have loving friends and I feel like, you know, life's pretty great. And I'd be curious to take a a deeper look um, at places that they feel like they might be playing small, right? Or where they might be holding themselves back from even greater success in whatever way they define that. We all have an upper level limit and that means that we are only safe to have and hold what we what we feel safe in our body to have and hold, right, in that present moment. So if we want to expand or we want to change our belief system, then we've got to do some of that somatic work and get really curious on what are these internal barriers that are holding us back from external greatness.
0: That's fantastic. Um, So how is it that you came to work with somatic um, as a somatic coach? And how do you help your I know I'm throwing a bunch of questions in here, but I know they're so connected with one another. So I want to make sure that um, you kind of like deep dive into this, how people um, experience their body from within.
1: Yeah, so the first part is how did I get into somatic coaching? Mm-hmm. It was kind of by mistake because the, one of the questions you asked was, what is somatic? I didn't know what the heck it was. I didn't know it existed. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't even know this was a whole world in and of itself. And so I didn't know what I was looking for. But once I found it, it was like, oh, I've been looking for this. And every woman ever needs to have access to this, especially if she's in leadership, especially if she's got all these unique responsibilities that female leaders face And have, you know? And so somatic work was something I stumbled into through my own personal development and healing journey through trauma, through exploration, through healing my inner child and and all the ways in which that I wanted and desired to grow and expand and push the envelope of the edges within. So somatic was something I kind of stumbled upon. And once I started diving into that, it just made so much sense to me. And I knew that this was not only the way of the future in terms of leadership, but also coaching, therapy, everything wellness.
0: That's fantastic. And how you find out that this not, I mean, how this helped you, but also helped your clients to kind of like experience and find out those hidden trauma, um, scars within themselves and how you have seen the outcome of that progress.
1: Yeah. And, you know, sometimes the progress is peace, right? The next level isn't always more money. Mm-hmm. It isn't always the, the next title. Sometimes it's more peace. Sometimes it's being more productive with what we have. Sometimes it's holding what we have better and feeling good about it, like taking a Friday off and not feeling more anxious as a result. Like really slowing down and really enjoying that, taking a vacation, being present with our kids. And so um, those are the ways that it can help clients. Is there more money and is there the next level in other ways too? Sure. But it's not the focus. So many of us are already externally focused on the what's next big goal Mm -hmm. and the external facing look of success, but often feel like we don't know peace and we're empty on the inside. So I focus on the fulfillment component
0: how do you think your has been your success with this somatic um, training? Like how, how your clients um, have come back and say, Hey, Carrie, this, this has been groundbreaking for me.
1: Mm. Yeah, they feel like they know themselves maybe for the first time ever. And you know, these are women in their 40s that have Mm -hmm. really powerful, high paying, high responsibility jobs. And they're like, the first time I feel like I know me and I, I know peace and I'm more present and I'm having great sex and like life just feels so much more rich even though maybe not much has changed I can receive it now I can see it and I can feel it yeah. and I can just be at peace with myself and know who that even is and so the ability to listen to ourselves is so so great right when we start doing some of that somatic work we can reignite or maybe just for the first time, Reconnect to our intuition. We can restore boundaries. We can create a sense of aliveness from within.
0: Do you think that um, in your experience in how you have worked with clients, um, creating internal boundaries has been the major cause for them not finding this freedom, this peace?
1: Yeah, maybe. Trauma can absolutely result uh, from a breach of boundaries right? Where a boundary has been broken, whether it was spoken or not. And often it's a, maybe it's a boundary we couldn't identify in ourselves. So first we've got to bring those back online and restore that. But also where did that boundary breach occur, right? It's less about what happened and how our body is feeling as a result of it. Yeah.
0: I love that. I mean, I think that what you do, it is so amazing. I have been you know kind of like looking in, through your content at the somatic stress academy and um i think what i love from what you teach is you know that 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 opportunity that we can give ourselves to open that door to let go stop holding in and just let go and kind of yeah. like um heal What are the things or the top issue that you find that people hold on within themselves in this process?
1: I mean, we're honestly our own worst enemy sometimes, our own bottleneck, right? And so when Mm -hmm. we can release ourselves from the things that hold us back, shame being a huge one, something from the past showing up in the future or even in the present moment, something that is not currently happening, but happened to us. It's holding us back from what can happen for us. Then we've got to take a look at how we can release and unlock the, the us that's always been there, but that we're kind of remembering maybe for the first time.
0: Do you think that a lot of women hold on or kind of like shame themselves for things that they even didn't, were a fault through through. sure
1: oh yeah i mean think about it from a society's point of view right western culture at least a lot of the good girl paradigm right showing up just sit down and shut up and do what you're told so suddenly having a voice having an opinion feels wrong and then we learn later in life well what is what even is my opinion how do i feel about this i don't know And so learning about ourselves within that context, yeah, absolutely. Or taking the blame for something that we didn't do. I should have known better. Why didn't I do better? Especially the high achiever talk track that just says, well, you know, I'm setting the bar up here and anything less than that is unacceptable. Failure isn't an option. Whoa, where's the grace in that? Where's the compassion? There is none.
0: Yeah, I love that you mentioned that. that. I love that you mentioned that because uh, sometimes uh, the problem is that we – are holding ourselves t- accountable to a very high standard, mm-hmm. and instead of working our way through that level, we just like set the bar here, and then we kind of like think, okay, I can do this like in just one attempt, and then that, when that didn't happen, um, shame, right? It yeah, to to build absolutely.
1: up absolutely, absolutely.
0: What what you have found is one of the things to help your clients to overcome that shameful feeling.
1: Mm. Well, Brene Brown, and I hope I can quote it correctly here because she says that shame can only survive with three things, silence. And I'm gonna have to remember that judgment and secrecy. And so when we share the parts of us that we feel like don't deserve to be shared, we can free ourselves from hiding away that shame. So shame that shared suddenly becomes healed. And I just love that she talks about that because when we run retreats and I run, you know, group programs, we actually have exercises that help us release shame by sharing the things we swore we would take to the grave. The things that nobody knows about us that we don't think anyone would love us if they knew, Mm -hmm. and then we get to be held in love despite those things.
0: That's true. That is so true. Oh, my God. Um, let me ask you a question. How has been this journey helping people through the Somatis Stress Academy? Like, what changes you have seen, not only within yourself and around you, but with your through your program, how you have seen your community and the people that you help change.
1: Yeah. So inside the Somatic Success Academy, people are getting opportunities to speak. They're they're clearing fears around visibility, like more self-expression, more authenticity, owning their voice, owning their opinion, really even knowing what that looks and feels like. Um they're also showing up more present in motherhood. That's a big one that we see as a theme in the community and in the group where I'm high achieving and I've got goals and I've got all these things. And yet I also feel this tension to be present with my children and be a mom that's with them that they remember and creates memories with. But I often feel like I should be anywhere but where I am. And that robs us of the present moment. If we are constantly feeling like we should be somewhere else. And so learning how to do that and to somatically let down, it's called, in the nervous system, to relax and it feel good and feel safe is a lot of the work that we do. And as a result, they show up as a better mother, as a more centered and regulated leader, as a woman that makes higher level, better decisions because she's, her brain is online. It's mm-hmm. not just in reactivity. It's not just hurry up and get it done. We're not filling time with all these extra things. Her calendar feels juicy and it feels aligned and it's integrity to the, the life that she desires. So we're seeing all sorts of holistic success and life success results.
0: I love that you mentioned life success and holistic success because there are different types and levels of success. Totally. What is your take on that?
1: Yeah, I think health wealth relationships are all part of the wheel of success We don't say, Hey, you know what? I'd really love to be rich and not have a life to share that with not having one that I share that with not a partnership, or I'd really love to have my dream partnership, but I don't want my health. We're not rich truly if we are missing one of those things. So we've got to put equal effort and equal parts and equal emphasis into the health, wealth, and relationships.
0: I totally agree. That was um, so profound. And at the same time, it's letting me to ask you, <laughs> why do you think people kind of like only focus this the word success with just the material things?
1: Yeah. Is it just well, because
0: of society or is it something that it has been programmed into our mentality? What do you think is that?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you again, if you look at Western culture, it's all about individualism. You know, be you find your authentic voice, like stand out, be a star, this like, you know, external facing success, famous success. And so I meet with a lot of women, though, that have everything on paper, well beyond multiple houses, multiple cars, multiple zeros on their income level, and yet they feel empty inside. Or is this it? This isn't what I thought success would feel like. Because they realize that now, money has just amplified who they've always been or that this didn't buy them happiness or that they still feel the same despite having all of these things and now there's a mismatch. I still feel like an imposter, they might say. I still feel like I'm not ready for my next level. I still feel like I might lose it at any moment or I still feel unfulfilled, like I'm constantly in this chasing of what's next and I'm only as good as my next goal. And so we get to work on both parts. I think a lot of it is driven by society. I think a lot of it is what we approve and praise as a society, you know, performance, posturing, looking like we have it all together, looking like we're fine, even when we're not. And what it is,
0: you make it right.
1: (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah. It's definitely not a motto we live by in in my academy, but (laughs) <laughs> a lot of people subscribe to that. And and there's I think there's benefit to that at one point in your journey, which is trying to muster up the courage to do something that scares the shit out of you.
0: Yeah. But right? staying staying on that mode or in that mindset definitely can rob you from so much.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, I think it's an it's a, it's an external societal epidemic. I mean, even looking at the way that we school our kids. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: well, one, la- one last question before we go into a little bit into what Stress Academy is and where can they subscribe? Um, what do you think is the top three things that our audience can start today to kind of like develop or opening that door to experience the body from within?
1: Mm, meditation, hands down, number one. We've got a program called the Millionaire Mindset so that you can upgrade your mind. But here's the, the best part about it. And there's a quote, and I don't know who the quote is by. So if someone knows uh, to credit this, it is that prayer is talking to God and meditation is listening. And if we can listen and lift the veil of anxiety enough to sit still with ourselves, we have all the answers, right? and that's where we start to cultivate a sense of intuition and self-trust so meditation just start with 10 minutes do it every day work up to 30 so that would be your number one um the next thing work do somatic work go to a session and it's more it's deeper than just doing like a somatic breath work that yes that feels good or a a somatic ecstatic dance yes that's a cool practice and a release but i mean working with a practitioner that can really help you get to know the edges of your specific nervous system Everyone has a unique imprint in their nervous system, and therefore everyone's capacity is different. And therefore, what feels safe and unsafe feels different, right? And get to know the, the edges. So even if you just did a, a session, you can go onto the SomaticExperiencing.org website and find a practitioner there, um, or reach out to us. We can do that too. Um, gosh, and what's the last one that I would suggest? I would say be intentional with your technology. Everything is something that's a diet. Right. Even what we look at is what we consume. It's Mm -hmm. deeper than just food. So be intentional with your what you're consuming from the music you listen to. The words that leave your lips become mantras of the mouth consuming and what you are putting out into the world. It's it's all a feedback loop. So be mindful of that, including who you follow, how often you're scrolling. If you're connecting with a partner or a loved one, put your technology to the side. Put it down. This this is where the juice is in this moment right now.
0: I totally agree. Thank you so much for those tips. Now let's talk a little bit of the Somatic Stress Academy. Tell us about your baby.
1: Yeah, so it's actually Somatic Success Academy, but we will oh. help you work through stress. That's okay, okay. hold on, one second. Yeah, we will help you work through stress too. Um, yeah, Somatic Success Academy. I just
0: need another cup of coffee. That's all I need. <laughs>
1: You and me both. Yes. Yes. There we go. Yeah. So, this is a a 16 week program that does offer actually ongoing live coaching with me weekly. But we have eight modules inside that help you become the leader that you know you're meant to be. So, if you feel like you're just scratching the surface, then this academy is for you. We work with the high achieving woman, she can be an entrepreneur, executive. Um, it really it doesn't matter if you are a woman in leadership or you desire to be a woman in leadership. This is for you. Um, and inside the, the modules, we do everything from understanding what I call the anxious achiever archetype. Every woman has a dominant uh, archetype and also from to speaking on stage, owning the fucking room is the name of a module inside the course. And so really learning how to be the woman that cultivates the energy in the room without a word spoken. So we do all things nervous system, all things leadership inside. Uh, we've got live coaching and a growing community of women, which is really exciting.
0: I love that. And before we go, Carrie, where people can reach out to you and get in
1: contact with you. Yeah. com is my website um or i am carrie ford which is what you just had on there instagram is a perfect way to reach out and connect with me
0: that's fantastic and you guys see her her just go and reach out to her to I am Carrie for Instagram and go and enroll in the Somatic Success Academy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, maybe I'm so stressed out. I need to actually dive <laughs> again into the Somatic Success Academy uh, to get get the word, even the word, out of my my system. Carrie, thank you so much for yeah. your time. I truly totally appreciate it. I know you're a busy woman, and you know just taking this amount of, of time to share with us your success story, what you do and what you believe and what people can do to start changing their life and experience the body from within. It is is mm-hmm. totally, truly totally appreciated. Um, so in the meantime, I just want to say thank you in behalf of my audience and I'll see you on the next one. On the meantime, and guys, guys, you have to go rewatch this, okay? listen several times and reach out to Carrie, uh, for for forget, um, forget into her academy and get into all the content, amazing content that she has for you. In the meantime, don't forget to unlock your potential and be fearless until the next one. Bye.